Hello, hello, hello. This is the Vanilla JavaScript Podcast. I'm Chris Ferdinandi. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, last time, I talked about what it's like to be a developer with ADHD. And today, I wanted to talk about how to tell whether or not you might actually have ADHD yourself, uh, because I get a lot of questions about this whenever I talk about my ADHD symptoms and what they look like. So um, let's dig in. Uh, so last time I talked about being a developer with ADHD um, and my tools and systems for actually getting stuff done, I had a handful of folks um, you know, contact me through various channels saying something to the effect of like, so that sounds a lot like me. How do I find out if I have ADHD? And it's really common for um, people to reach adulthood with ADHD and never get diagnosed. So um, I want to talk about that. Um, so uh, first off, self-diagnosis. I am not a doctor. I cannot diagnose anyone. But if you think you might have undiagnosed ADHD, and this is very common, Jessica McCabe from How to ADHD has a really great video on the topic, which I will link to down in the show notes. Um, Jessica's video also points to uh, a self-diagnosis tool that you can take on Attitude Magazine. Um, and they have another one specifically for women uh, who often don't exhibit the hyperactivity typically associated with ADHD. And so there's a slightly different version of that self-diagnosis for women. Um, and I will drop links to both of those in the show notes as well. Uh, it's also worth noting that we are in the middle of a global pandemic and a lot of symptoms caused by anxiety and the general trauma of that can overlap with ADHD symptoms. Um, so uh, getting an official diagnosis. If you find that your potentially undiagnosed ADHD is making it hard for you to get things done, you might pursue an official diagnosis, which you generally want done by a psychologist. If you think you'd like to explore ADHD medicine, uh, you'll need uh, to see a psychologist instead of a psychiatrist, uh, at least here in the U.S. Um, one can prescribe medication, the other cannot. Uh, from what I hear, some doctors are great at diagnosing and helping with ADHD, but many are not. There's a lot of outdated information, and much of the official medical literature focuses on the easy-to-measure stuff. So many of ADHD's more common symptoms are hard to measure and don't make it into that literature. Um, uh, there are several places where you can actually find um, psychologists based on specialty. Uh, Psychology Today is one of them, um, and they have a list of psychologists in your location uh, based on specialty. You can also sort by uh, type of insurance they accept, various demographics. So, um, you know, if you're LGBTQ or you're a woman of uh, color, you're a woman or a person of color, and you want a, psych, uh, a doctor who looks like you, you can search by those criteria too, um, which I think is a really nice feature. Um, and a lot of them have little like personal intro paragraphs or videos so you can get a sense of the personality and are they going to be like cold and clinical, um, uh, which, you know, a lot of um, <laughs> people of a certain age and gender seem to have a tendency to be, um, or, um, you know, are they going to be more like warm and welcoming and friendly Um you know, it depends on what you're looking for, to be honest. Um, uh, that's a great place to start. Um, once you have a diagnosis, or even if you're self-diagnosed, um, ADHD is a form of disability in that tasks that a neurotypical brain, someone without ADHD or other neurological conditions, um, can accomplish with ease, they might be a lot harder for someone with ADHD. Um, and as a result, in the U.S., you're entitled to accommodations at work and school to make your life easier. 
Many other countries have similar laws and requirements. And asking for them may require an official diagnosis first, but a lot of workplaces aren't going to make you prove that. Um, and you know, if you've self-diagnosed and you believe you have ADHD, you can ask for accommodations. Uh, Justin McCabe, again from uh, uh, How to ADHD, has a great video on that as well, which I will also link to in the show notes. Um, so whenever I talk about this, one of the other things that often comes up or that I get asked a lot is why so many people are just getting diagnosed with ADHD as adults. Um, and a few people I know noted that it seems like a lot of folks in their circle of people are just getting diagnosed in their late 20s and 30s and sometimes even 40s or 50s. Um, so in the 80s and 90s, ADHD was relatively new and poorly understood. Um, not new in that it didn't exist before, but like it was just getting recognized as a thing. So, you know, if you're in your 50s, 60s, like you were fully an adult before ADHD even was recognized as a thing. Um, and if you're in your 20s, 30s, um, ADHD was still kind of new when you were growing up. So, um, you know, it, it was at the time thought of as the hyperactive kid who can't sit still. Medications for it were new, often overprescribed. Um, uh, there was a real stigma around it. And as a result, a lot of people weren't diagnosed when they were younger. Sometimes people dismissed it as not a real thing. Others wanted to avoid having their kids stereotyped or overmedicated um, because um, like men and boys tend to exhibit the hyperactivity more than girls or women do. Um, uh, you know, you saw a lot more uh, boys being diagnosed with it than girls. And that led to kind of this perception that like, oh, doctors are just kind of treating general male hyperactivity as ADHD and throwing meds at them to calm them down. Like, you know, it just, it created this whole thing. Um, and because many women with ADHD don't display that hyperactivity, um, ADHD is often missed in women who have it. Uh, today, and particularly in the last year or so, there's been a really big push from folks with ADHD to be more open about it, how it affects them and what it looks like. People who have, have had ADHD their whole life and didn't realize it are suddenly connecting the dots with stuff they've struggled with. And, uh, a potential reason for that. Like, you know, maybe things were really hard for you in a particular area and you never really understood why. And now you've got a bunch of people like describing all the same things you've struggled with and being like, and it's because I have ADHD. And you're like, oh, hey, how about that? And then they're seeking a diagnosis for the first time as adults and learning they've had, um, had this condition their whole life that they didn't know about. Uh, and the thing is like knowing is really empowering. Having ADHD symptoms doesn't necessarily mean that you have ADHD, but if you discover that you do have ADHD, it can unlock a whole suite of tools to help you better understand yourself and live life the way you want to. You'll also be able to find, uh, you'll also find yourself as part of a community of amazing people. I firmly believe that ADHD doesn't need to be fixed. For me, it's about understanding like, oh, I suck at X because of ADHD. What sorts of things can I do to make sure that doesn't negatively impact my life and the life of people around you? And that doesn't mean I need to then get good at X. I just want to make sure that I'm not like making my life worse or the people around me's lives worse because of that. Um, so, you know, like forgetting to eat for hours because you're in hyper-focus, um, that, that's not always, a good, not always a good thing, you know? Um, so, you know, coming up with tools to kind of like work around that. Um, that might mean doing things like, um, folding clothes clothes in batches or avoiding dishes that aren't dishwasher safe because um, God hand scrubbing dishes is awful 
Um, it means putting reminders in my watch so I don't forget to bring the trash to the curb. Um, with systems in place, I can focus on throwing all of my energy into the things that I'm actually good at. If you're looking to learn more about ADHD and connect with people who have it, I'd like to share some, some really good uh, resources that I've found over the last year or so um, uh, that might be useful. So um, the first is How to ADHD on YouTube. Uh, Jessica McCabe uh, mentioned a handful of her videos in, in this episode. Um, but she just, she talks about all the things and she's very open and very transparent and she'll point you to a lot of other great resources. So that's a great place to start. Um, Danny Donovan uh, creates ADHD comics um, and makes these really awesome TikTok videos um, that are uh, short, uh, educational, and wildly entertaining, which is like the real, the trifecta for the ADHD brain. Um, you know, but she'll, she'll talk about all sorts of topics, like the different types of ADHD and the way it manifests differently in different people. Um, uh, she also recently created this ADHD anti-planner, um, a, a book that can help you get shit done when you don't feel like it. Um, so worth checking out as well. Um, uh, ADHD alien, uh, creates comics that talk about, um, uh, symptoms, their underlying causes, different ways you can address them. Um, her stuff is really, uh, really, really good or their stuff. I'm sorry. Um, uh, We've also got uh, Jesse Anderson, um, who um, he's working on a book on ADHD, but he also shares a ton of kind of tips and resources and creates YouTube videos. Um, I found his stuff pretty useful as well. Uh, we've also got uh, Desi with ADHD. Um, she is a, uh, a software engineer, um, self-diagnosed with ADHD, um, who also just kind of tweets about, um, you know, ADHD shares awesome stuff from other people. Um, it's just, if you're someone who's just looking to connect with other people, you know, who deal with some of this stuff, uh, awesome person to follow. Um, and then Attitude Magazine, um, A-D-D-I-T-U-D-E. Um, uh, this one is a little bit hit or miss for me. Some of the articles don't really resonate with me. Some of them are good. But if you're looking to do some research and find more information, that's a great place to start. Um, and of course, I am always happy to chat with people about my own personal experiences with ADHD. So, um, you know, feel free to reach out and, and, uh, and ask away. So anyways, that's it for today. Um, uh, if you, um, you know, if you want to learn JavaScript and you have ADHD, uh, my vanilla JS pocket guides, my, my, uh, my video courses and eBooks are perfect for ADHDers. They are short focused. They're going to get you in and out on a topic in about an hour. Um, you're not going to spend 40 hours burning through like a big workshop or something. Um, and as a listener of the show, you can take 30% off with the code podcast at checkout. See you next time. Cheers.